Welcome to the Let's Get Into It coaching podcast. My name is Joanne McMillan from joanne.ie and I'm delighted that you have joined me. Each of the episodes are filled with coaching and lessons on how to tune into our intuition, how to become more intuitively aware and how to use our intuition as a guide in our daily life. I'm so excited to get started. So let's get into it. Hi, hello, it's Joanne here with another episode on the Let's Get Into It coaching podcast. I am so happy to be here with you again today. And on today's episode, I would love to start talking about the whole notion that we are spiritual beings having a human experience. You know, it's like, you know, in the last number of years, I would say in the last 20 years or maybe all of my life, really, I've grown up in communities and I have spent time in groups and communities where very often people would chase spiritual experiences, whether that was in the church community I grew up in or, you know, in, in later years or the last couple of years. Um, you know, during, you know, places like, you know, where we do meditation or practice transcendental meditation or the shamanic journeying or whatever, you know, people would often chase those experiences because in that space they feel free and um, loved and they feel held. And it's like it's like a break away from what they usually experience in their life. So, I would like to touch on this whole topic. And if you are part of this membership, I'm sure you already have this belief. But it's like that we are rather than human beings having spiritual experiences, that we are spiritual beings having a human experience. And in the last episode, I've kind of kind of just alerted to this notion and, you know, and that how we often suffer from spiritual amnesia. That, you know, through our growing up, through our cultural influences, through our academic training or whatever that might be, we forget that we are spiritual beings or we give it less importance and more importance to our intellect and developing our academia and our learning and our rationality because in rationality very very often there is safety and in that safety is we know okay one and one is two so if I have two then I know exactly what to do with that two but it's like if we don't know um what is coming or if it's not tactile or a physical thing that we can touch or something that we can rationalize we often feel unsafe because we have we have lost that trusting relationship i suppose with our spiritual nature but before i dive into this any further i would love to read something for you um that had a huge impact on me a uh, kind of remembering my own spirituality and that I am a, an infinite spiritual being having a human experience. And it is from a book by Sandra Ingerman, if you know her as an author. She's a, a psychotherapist and a shamanic practitioner, and I just love her work. And it is from her book called How to Thrive in Changing Times, which is very apt for when I'm recording this, which is right in the 2020 pandemic. <laughs> but um. Her book starts with this little story, and I would love to read it for you. And it's called Imagine. 
And it says, imagine before you were born, you were just a little spark of light connected to the creative force of the universe. You looked down to this great earth. What a beautiful planet filled with wondrous life forms. You started to ponder the possibilities of life on earth. As a human, I would get to see beautiful colors and wealth of beauty that the earth has created. I would get to experience a range of feelings from love to outrage and from joy to sadness. What energy there is to experience and express on earth as a human being. I would get to smell incredible fragrances and taste amazing food that earth, air, water and sun join together to produce for me. I would be able to touch and feel sensations through this incredible and amazing body that I would be given. I would have the magical and joyous experience of being a spiritual being of light clothed in a body that has the experience of creating beauty into form. And I would feel such joy to have such an experience as others who have gone before me and those who will follow. I'm told here in the realm of spirit that there are no limitations to what can be created and that I live in an unlimited universe and I'm going to to the earth which only knows how to produce in abundance. I'm also told that humans have forgotten how precious life is, that there will be challenges in my lifetime and to remember that my destiny is to experience joy in a world filled with form. And my destiny is to bridge the invisible realm of being an unlimited spirit with the visible realm of living in a body. My destiny is to experience joy in a world filled with form. I consider for a moment and I decide to accept this great opportunity. In that decision, I find myself in the womb of my mother. And the element that I'm greeted by is water. Water holds me and grows with me. Water protects me from any harm and rocks me in unconditional love. As I'm ready to enter the world, water breaks, ushering me into the light of the earth. And I'm now greeted by air as I take my first breath. Air will continue to be a relationship with me as I take each breath that, will, that keeps me alive. And air will be the last being I say goodbye to as I leave this great earth. Now I'm ready to greet Earth. First, of course, I greet my parents and look into their eyes. Have they forgotten the unconditional love from which they were born? The light of joy seems to be shadowed by fear. I do hope I remember the joy. Is this the challenge I was warned about? Don't they remember the true power of love? Don't they remember that they are a spiritual light that cannot be harmed? Don't they remember the gift of life? Well, we will see. I'm taken home now where I can gaze upon the beauty of the earth. Such glorious colours, how many incredible life forms there are. All that I need to live and be happy comes from this earth. And as long as I remember that I am love and a being of light, and the sun above me, what a brilliant being it is. I can watch and feel how all of life absorbs the rays of sun, bringing energy for all life forms to thrive. I am lucky to be here. What an amazing adventure to be a, a human on earth. I was told before I came that it would be a joyful experience, 
And I now remember that it is my destiny to experience that joy. I remember that I was told that this is a planet of unlimited abundance, as the universe is just energy which all can be created from. I must respect all that gives me life. I would not choose to pollute the water, air and earth that gives me life. All life was created from a loving creative force, so I am that love too. For I was told that I am merely a reflection of my own creator. All is possible. I must hold the vision. Can you imagine viewing life from that place? From that place of just remembering the wonderment and the precious gift that life is. That spark within ourselves you know, that energy that makes up a person who they are, you know, we are so much more than just what we have learned um, during our lifetime, our cultural influences, you know, all of those things add to who we are and it adds to our experience here on life. But it's not the sum of who we are. You know, I remember listening to Wayne Dyer once and he said, you know, what is the spiritual self? What is the soul? You know, what makes a person who they really are? And he, he, was, he talked about a study that they did, uh, I don't know when it was, a long time ago, where they, they weighed a body before the person died. And they weighed the body after the person died. And even though the person was gone, the body still weighs the same. <laughs> so it was like, he said, what is that bit that makes up a person who they really are? And I suppose, you know, that I, I personally believe is like that infinite part of ourselves, you know, that that spark of light that's part of all of the creative force of all the creative universe and the infinite intelligence. And um, I suppose why Sandra Ingerman's words touched me so deeply is like at that point in my life and, and I do use that story and I go back to that story so often when I take life too seriously. You know, life can get extremely serious. <laughs> we can make life very serious. But I tap back into that that place within myself to remember life is such a precious gift and I am here having a human experience. And even when I'm in the depths of despair or sadness or grieving or an absolute joy and, and elation is that is my spiritual self having that human experience. That is my spiritual self having the experience of feeling these emotions, of going through these experiences and feeling so deeply, you know, tasting wonderful food, smelling beautiful flowers, looking out at nature. You know, I'm looking out the window at the moment and there's just the most gorgeous autumn colours outside in the trees and all the different colours. But it's like we have lost that, that like childlike wonderment about how amazing life is. So I'm wondering if you even have a, a vivid childhood memory where you saw the magic of life. If you can remember a time in your life where you just thought, wow, that is so amazing. <laughs> and I'm sure you're thinking of something right now. And it could be today in your adult life could be something really insignificant. But in your childhood, that was such a magical and amazing thing. Or it might be a story that you were told by a parent or a grandparent or a family member, you know, whatever it might be that brought you back to the magic of life.
And I suppose, you know, why I wanted to just explore this topic a little bit today is because I suppose our intuition, you know, is so closely linked to that part in ourselves. It's so, it's like the the language of the soul. It is that direct connection to spirit or to God or the infinite consciousness, whatever you believe. And we are generally cut off from that part in ourselves when we get caught up in the ego, in the rational mind and in the small self, like Denise Lynn says. You know, it's like when the small self is in charge, we are very often caught up in fears and, you know, uh, we get exhausted from trying to figure out, you know, how are we going to do the next thing or how are we going to pay our rent or how am I going to problem solve this or you know is we get caught up in all the fears and the entrapments of the rational mind because we want to predict our future because it creates safety and if we just spend some more time with the wonderment of life with that still small voice within us which is a two-way dialogue I heard um, Florence Kovalshin say one day, it's, you know, the, the language of intuition. She goes, prayer is your your language to God and your intuition is his reply. <laughs> yeah. So it's like we might put out our the problem we have or the thing that we want to solve or the thing that we are uncertain about, we might put that out there in whichever spiritual practice you have, whether that is through prayer or it is through affirmations or whatever it might be. But the answer comes back to us in our nudges, in that following our hunches, you know, following that still small voice within us. And so often our rational mind just overrides that still small voice inside of us. And it has forgotten the magical place we are from within ourselves and that we are here to experience all this wonderment. So I am going to actually record a um, a, a meditation or an exercise for you to start experiencing just the wonderment and it's called it's kind of it's kind of activating or awakening kind of the observing self within us you know that we have all these different parts within us that we can navigate from and we can navigate from our intellect or we can navigate from our spirit and our intuition or sometimes just from our emotions you know <laughs> and it is yeah it's a wonderful exercise to start just even distinguishing between all these different parts and which parts are really in charge so i'm going to wrap that up here for today i I hope this has given you some food for thought. And if you want to read that again, I will um, I will actually leave the text be, uh, below the, um, the podcast episode here for you to read Sandra Ingerman's words again. But if you're interested in the book, it's called How to Thrive in Changing Times by Sandra Ingerman. So I hope you enjoyed today and I am looking forward to spending more time with you next time. And as we 
go dive deeper into this world of intuition and how to start listening to our intuition more and start connecting to that still small voice a little bit at a time. So I'm looking forward to seeing you again next time. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the Let's Get Into It coaching podcast. I just loved sharing with you today. And I truly believe that our intuition is one of our most important tools to help guide us on our journey through life. Join me again on the next episode when we will talk about more ways we can increase our intuitive intelligence. This is your host, Joanne McMillan from joanne.ie. And until next time, let's stay into it.